Brandon James make music that soothes the heart, moves the body, and feeds the soul. This classically trained singer knows that songs are therapy as well as art, and his latest release, The Divine Collection, is healing folks all over, including at his residency, Soulful Sundays at Reggie's. Brandon joins me in the Vocalo studio. Welcome, Brandon hey, James. How Hello. Are you? How are you? Dreamless dream of Takes the mind on a pine, no thoughts of fire. But do what's it happened then. It is our pleasure to kind of introduce uh, young singer-songwriters to folks in the city. So let's let's do that. Let's introduce you. You've been singing since you were a kid. Were you a soulful little boy? I, you know what? <laughs> it didn't start that way. I didn't know. You know, so I, I tell the story often. Um, so I was in school, and, you know, I was one of those kids. I didn't really enjoy school at the time. I was like, I was like in seventh grade, I remember. I was just like, I don't know what to really do. A lot of the popular kids were playing sports, or they were just, you know, they were developing earlier, or whatever the case yeah. may be. And I was like, I don't know where I fit in here, <laughs> you know? And so and being in the seventh grade is hard for everyone, yeah, no matter like what. Like, junior yeah. high, it really kind of hits you in junior high, like, yeah. you know, about your presence. And I just, like, I don't really feel like anything makes me special, and I'm just not that smart either. Like, I don't feel like I'm not, like, the best student in class either. Yeah. So, so I was like, what do I do? So, you know, I had this music teacher, and we just take these little basic music classes. And one day we were in an auditorium, and he had to stand up and do these little solos. And he, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I was mortified. <laughs> but it was actually really good. It turned out to be good. That's what the music teacher, he's like, oh, it's like, you sound, you sound really good. He's like, Brandon, you should, we should talk after class. And so he talked to me about these things, and he put me in these little programs and still kind of started a little choir in school and mm -hmm. then from there I developed this passion I started listening to music differently yeah and it became it touched me differently and I started like oh I want to do this yeah I want to do this so it just kind of took off from there but yeah some kids at that age their prime directive is to not draw any attention to themselves yeah yeah, yeah. and here you are yeah. you know making joyful noises yeah. how did your peers react to this well. to suddenly the best singer in their class <laughs> right well you Here's the thing. So the girls were like cool about it because they're like, oh, a boy to sing with, you know what I yeah. mean? So because there was a lot of girls that wanted to sing and stuff like that. I think the problem that I also identify with is that, especially when I felt like I was a kid and, and older generations can probably identify, it's not made so okay for boys to really embrace the arts younger. Yeah. It's like you play sports or you're really smart or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing, right? So it's, it's not like, you go, oh, my God. Like, you know, I remember telling my mom I, I love music. She wasn't like, oh, I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know, she's like, find something to do. You know, and then the people, you know, you get teased and stuff. Oh, you like music? Oh, blah, blah. You know, the, the names will come after that. But um, that's how I knew I loved it because I didn't care. Uh, I yeah. did not care. And it, I just really liked how it made me feel. And ultimately, once you people find out you're good at something, you get this attention for it. Then they kind of like, oh, well, you know, you become that guy in the school mm -hmm. now. You become that guy in the class. Yeah. So ultimately... I had to go against the grain and you get pushed back, but it's fine. Hopkins, you're listening to Vocalo. Joining me in the studio, singer-songwriter Brandon James. Well, you studied music performance. You studied music business yeah. in college. Shout out to Columbia. Yeah. What did you learn about the music business in college 
that maybe you didn't expect to learn about oh, you how the what? sausage is made? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, Just I'm so glad I went to school for music because I knew nothing about instrumentation and mm. how to put together a band and actually just appreciation for other types of music. You know, you grow up, that's another thing, right? Yeah. So we're pigeonholed in what we know as culturally, so we just know R&B and gospel. And I went to school and I was like, oh, this country song is actually really nice. <laughs> the Beatles are amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, these are amazing people that I need to know about. So I was culture to the point where I would learn and, and, and then also you inherit these different things and, and to style. I think all music nowadays is like fusion-y. There's yeah. no like set style anymore. Everybody borrows from here and there. Yeah. So it, it just, but going to Columbia definitely prepared me f- to approach the business better, how to talk to musicians, how to talk to venues. That's one thing I like about that kind of the kind of education I got from Columbia because it was like, these are working musicians. This is what you need to do, and this is how you need to approach it. And, and just taught me to take myself a lot more seriously. I want to ask you about your performance education, too, because a formal training isn't necessary, necessarily, to, yeah. to be successful as a singer Absolutely. or a songwriter. Why was getting that level of education important to you as a young singer? Well, I wanted to go to school and study something I was going to like want to finish. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That was, <laughs> right. the, that was the main thing. You're like, I'm paying for this. Listen. <laughs> and so, and, and, and I've always been that type of person that even at a young age that knew what they wanted to. Like I was, I'm pretty direct in my life. Like I'll figure out what I want to do and I, I obsessively go after it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, no. So even in like when I got to high school and I really, you know, I was like, I'm going for music, I'm going for music. Now, sometimes... I feel like I got lost in a little mode where I want to do musical theater. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm okay. Because I can't dance. So that was the part. So I failed. I was like, no, nah, that's okay. I'll stick to the, I can, I can act a little bit, but I can't. Just, did you try to get me to do that? Oh, no. So Not enough rehearsals no, in the world. But, you know, I think that going to school for just like a doctor, just like a lawyer. Listen, if you want to take your craft seriously, even if you don't want to teach, the things you learn in school, the, the polishing mm. that you get from school, the ear training, theory, those things really do help you. Even if you're not going to teach and compose a score, your ear training helps you approach music differently because you're hearing the chords differently. You're hearing things. It helps your songwriting and your networking. Mm. You know, that's a big part. I think a big part of college is networking besides education. Is oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, that's helped me a lot. There she goes all alone in a world where she's lost and she's told. Does she know? This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. I'm sitting across the table from Brandon James. It's a it's amazing what, you know, just really focusing can do for a person. Next thing you know, you've got a monthly residency, oh. singing soul music at a rock club. Listen, tell me about it, right? Tell me. Let's talk about Soulful Sundays. I'm pretty sure it counts as going to church. Oh. So, like, uh, if you're just looking for that. spirit moves in Soulful Sunday. It definitely moves. So, it started because... After college, I hit the ground running. I was like, I've got my band. I formed my band right before I graduated. And I was like, I'm going to just go after the scene. I'm going to mm-hmm. perform everywhere. So I performed at places like Covey Bear and, and House Blues and Goose Island when it was around. Just every venue in Scott, I'm going to hit every venue. Yeah. And so I love Chicago, but the Chicago music politics can be a little po- a little troubling, a mm-hmm. little trying sometimes. And after years of doing those things, I felt like, okay, you know what? I don't want to do this like this another year. I want to do my own thing, and I want to give, and and to be honest, a lot of promoters and people that put together showcases in the city say, oh, they don't know how to book 
soul music or rappers or hip hop artists and stuff like that because they'll put us in a, in a, in a, in a lineup with a rock artist or mm-hmm. something like that. The, the, it just doesn't make sense. The lineup yeah. doesn't make sense. And it's fine because I've had some great connections and shows with people like that and it's fine. Yeah. But it's just like they're not giving us the chance. And I was like, I want to make a showcase that kind of caters to that and going to really, really put on this magical experience for artists. So I found Reggie's. I don't know how. I don't even know how. I think Reggie's, you know what? I Reggie's was, like, closer. And I remember the girl that was booking for their uh, LED. She was just awesome. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just reach out to her. Yeah. And it oh, just I kinda, know Ellie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's great. great. Yeah. And so she and she gave me a shot. You know, I reached out to a couple of venues. They didn't really respond. So she did. And it kind of took off from there. And it has been magical this year. Like, literally, I have been so blessed to, that this uh, event and my partner had came aboard, Brian, and he's really helping push the market in and stuff for it. So it's it's really growing. And you're bringing other artists with you, shining that spotlight, oh, sharing yeah, that spotlight. Absolutely. Tell me about uh, the folks that you bring with you for Sundays and why it's uh, high on your priority list to, mm-hmm. to share that stage and to, you know, pull folks up after you. Well, I want to create more of a sense of community. I think that a lot of times it's easy for artists to stay in these cliques and not really branch out. Because I, I, I know of so many people, and it's so unfortunate that I haven't networked or worked with a lot of my peers, soul, soul peers, like R&B peers, people that do the same type of music. And I was like, well, we need to come together and share the same space. So that's one of the reasons why I did it. So we can all be together, network better, mm-hmm. see each other's talent yeah. firsthand um, instead of just like stuff on Instagram and stuff. So that's important to me. So we would bring um, artists like, I think last month we had Earth St. James and we had this amazing girl from Columbia, um, Duke. Duke music, like she's just an amazing singer. And it was just two ends of the spectrum. He was a seasoned performer, R and B performer, mm-hmm. and she was like just coming on the scene from from school like I did years yeah. ago. And so it was just this really nice dynamic, you know, kinda and so it brings those worlds together. Those two people may have never met. Yeah. And, and well, not in passing like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It brings people together to appreciate each other better. And uh, again, it gives it's the only type of showcase like this. Mm-hmm. This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in studio is R and B singer. Brandon James. Let's talk about the Divine Collection. What a wonderful project this is. I want to know about the journey, the, the creative journey from inception to release. So I went through this phase of, of years where I was just like recording music. I wasn't really putting anything out, right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And so I was just kind of recording music, performing with the band, kind of going with the flow, trying to figure things out. So I winded up with a large collection of songs. <laughs> yeah. And I started putting out a few releases. So with the Divine Collection, I wanted to kind of bring together what I feel are the best of what I've written so far. And I wanted to kind of just push that. And kind of like just really like what what not only the best of what I've written, but what reflects my like style and who I am musically and personally mm-hmm. a little bit better. So the Divine Collection just kind of came out, and the lead song "There She Goes" is just kind of like giving this bright, soulful vibe to it. You know what I mean? So. I want to give people the info, music, show schedules, and so much more can be found at Brando20music.com. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate you and your your voice. Thank you so much for joining me Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome.